and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Comic Talk, the podcast. Today, Liz Randall is my co-host, and our guest is Carolyn Martin. She's hilarious, and she just keeps us in stitches the entire time. I really think you're going to like this interview. Hey, today is Wednesday, February the 5th. Tomorrow, Wednesday, February the 6th, you should head on over to the Sacramento Comedy Spot at 8 p.m. Telenovela back in the house along with the show-offs for the Thursday Scramble. And it's going to be a good time. Friday night, you should head on over to uh, Stab Comedy at uh, 9 p.m. Emily Peterson is working on a story, and it's hilarious. Camp with Drew Abstern. Not sure who all is on that show, but I was on that show last month, and it was so much fun. And the stories are hilarious, and he serves you s'mores that he makes. And I believe the ones that we had last month were like gluten and vegan, and he really goes all out. And it's a really fun show. Emily is on it Friday night. 9 p.m. Stab. Saturday, all the buzzes about the dope room at 8 p.m. Killer lineup. Emma Haney, me, Miriam Wasabi, Artie Valenzuela, Melissa McGillicuddy, Amy Estes. I'm forgetting somebody. Did I say Emma Haney already? I'm not going to try to remember everybody's name. If you need information about that show, Slide into my DMs and I will get that to you. Or anybody that's on this show, I guess, can uh, get you information on where the show is. Top secret location. But we'll get you there. And it's going to be dope. Room. Get it. That's at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. And then at 10.30 on Saturday night at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. Uh, Alicia Davis's Love Horrors with Emily, Alicia, and Carolyn is going to make its debut. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And I have talked enough. Here is Liz Randall and I chatting with Carolyn Martin. Enjoy. Peace. Take care of each other. Bye. podcast where I just like scream laugh the entire time. It was so funny when we went to I forgot what show we were going to but you were like I could hear you laughing from the back the entire time. Like I just scream laughed so fucking hard. And then I was scream laughing during your set at the punchline the other day and like I was just like ah! And these women in front of me were just like this bitch over here. Talk about what happened when we sat down. Oh! Oh okay. So. <laughs> Look at Liz right here. Liz. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. So let's let's introduce. Let's let's oh, hold yeah. that thought. Yeah. Okay. Let's let this young lady introduce herself, please. Uh, I'm Carolyn Martin, formerly Carolyn the comic. Still going Carolyn the comic change. on all social media. <laughs> Yes, I've noticed that you're going with Martin now. I'm back to Martin. I know. Yeah. No, I didn't take my husband back. <laughs> no, Carolyn, Carolyn, Doc, Martin in the oh. house. 
Yeah. yeah. No joke. I like that. Okay. And good. I always wear Doc Martens on stage. Ooh. Carolyn, Doc. Ooh, write that Jesus. shit down. Well, what do I have to write it down? Because it's in Pixel or Soundwaves or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there forever. It's there forever, just, but until I until I stop paying the bill. But, uh, but well, welcome, Carol Thanks. Martin. Welcome to Comic Talk Studios. Thanks for having me. And you, young lady. So I'm Liz Randall. I'm jumping in and co-hosting this this fucking party. So yes, she's gonna moderate, mediate. Make sure that Carolyn doesn't take it too far because she always does. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So tell I love us the story now. Okay, so right before we started recording, um, we were talking. Carolyn was recently on the Stay Silly Showcase at the Punchline last week, and um, me and myself, myself and Johnny Casino went to the show. Me and myself. Me and myself. <laughs> um, my other half. Johnny is my extension of my arm. Um, we go to the show and we get seated and we get seated at this table with this other couple. And as they're sitting down, they pull over the usher and they go, can't she just like, can they just sit like, can't you set them somewhere else? Like, why are they sitting here? And like, it was really loud and uncomfortable. And Wait, I was someone said that there. about you guys? Yeah. So we were saying, you know, at the, at the punchline, they have the tables where you can share with like another like stranger or something like that and it's really fun yeah that's kind of fun yeah and so we get seated at this table and this couple behind us goes um can't you just sit them somewhere else like there's a bunch of other seating like why do they have to sit here (laughs) and then the usher walks away and they keep talking amongst themselves they're like haven't you been here before like what do you mean they're gonna sit other people at the table with us and it was so weird but i got up and i walked over the usher and i said hey man they're not very happy with us sitting here. Like, we need to move. Was it the people that came, though? Was it my old neighbors? No. Oh, okay. Because they were sitting we next to my old next neighbors. to your old neighbors. Okay. That was funny. I was like, damn. Aggressive. I know. Brutal. No, but it was a good show. I loved it. I thought that, like, when you got on stage, it was just, like, a fucking powerhouse. Like, it was so great. It was fun. It was my first time at the Puntaline. Oh, I thought that you was were it? there before. No. First oh. time ever. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know. Did I, you get it recorded? Yeah, I did. Nice. Nick recorded it. He did a great job. Who did? Nick. Larson. Oh, he does the best. Yeah. Well, it was I don't know awesome. he's the best, best, but he does great work. I mean, you know what I like about Nick is like he tells you it'll be ready tomorrow and it's fucking ready tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Just bam. Yeah. And he made me feel like it was going to be okay. So I mean, I was still throwing up in the bathroom a lot, but he made me feel like huh? <laughs> Were you really? Oh, yeah. I always throw up before shows. Wow. Wow. That's why you're so skinny. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could you book me? I need five more pounds before the summer. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> yes. So who was the headliner for that show again? What was his name? De- I can, can't pronounce his name very well, but Dennis Galak- Galak- Galaxia? Yes. Thank oh, you. I just guessed. It's like, I can spell it, kind of. <laughs> he's hilarious. I loved his, like, his uh, flow. He was so funny. But there was, so nice. So get this during the show. There was a couple that was sitting there and this woman had this cackle. Like it was like a witch laugh. <laughs> like it was like the wicked witch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And so he's like pointing it out and the entire show like time that he's on stage, he is fucking roasting this woman. And like I honestly want to learn that skill like I'm, like crowd work and stuff like that. Like he was doing so good. It was insane. Speaking of crowd work. Yes. This one, am I right? I know, right? What's your secret to crowd working? Crowd working? I don't know. 
I think it's more like, I feel like, yeah, I've been doing it for so, I, I'm glad that you guys like it, but it's, I, compliments. Okay, that's cool. I wouldn't consider it crowd work. But it's something that It's you... like riffing. Like, I feel like I can't do crowd work where it's like, are you guys a couple? Like, I can't do that very well and then expect them to have an answer back that goes into another joke. But I can just, like, talk to people. Which is so stupid, but I play games with myself. Like, this is so... I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud, but here we I go. I love this. I play games with myself. Like, when I pull into the Starbucks drive through I'm like, I'm going to get five laughs before I get my coffee and get out of here. Oh so, like, God. you're going to get two laughs at the speaker and three laughs at the window, and you better be fucking quick. And then the other games I play is, like, when I'm driving in the car on the freeway, I'm like, you're going to roast... Every person you see in a car for this whole car ride. So, like, driving in the carpool lane, turn to the left, see a person, come up with the funniest thing about that person on the spot. And, like, just, like, stupid mind games with myself all the time. I don't know if it helps, but I think it's really entertaining. I think it definitely has to help because you're constantly (laughs) flexing that muscle. Yeah, I think it's fun, but I do have a problem over riffing when I'm nervous like I feel like it's where I'm the most comfortable I'm more comfortable in just talking than the actual material like I trust just talking to people and making them laugh more than writing jokes and so it's like I've been working so hard like just stick to the material stick to the jokes and it's like it's helped a lot like I think in the last two months I've really gotten I mean it's not like oh I'm so great but I've put out I feel like putting the just trying harder to yeah. do that instead of, like at Vince's, it's so easy to go rogue and just be like, I'm just going to play for five minutes. And it's like, no, it doesn't yeah. matter if they laugh or not. Just walk up there, do your material so you know it for when you're on a stage. And it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw you, um, like, do stand up because, like, we were friends before that, but, like, seeing you, like, at Vince's and you were just, like, on fire with like roasting the crowd <laughs> like it's so easy to like roast at vince's kind of because like is. everyone's just like really because they're at vince's they're so wasted yeah yeah and she's just up there and she's like you probably like gay porn huh or something like that i forgot what it was like you were like saying something and it was so hilarious probably mean it was about fisting it was about fisting jesus christ yeah. i've cleaned it up since then dude <laughs> <laughs> but like if it's 11 if it's 11 at night and you're at Vince's Restaurante to watch mm-hmm. TV and tune out open mic comedy, it's, like, easy to roast. Like, yeah. Maybe Dude. I should just be more supportive. <laughs> like, support riffs at support Vince's. Riffs. Like, make them like, feel go, better. Like, come on, like, who's having a bad day? Oh, my God. Let's talk about I'm here day. for you. Your wife left you. Who just got dumped? <laughs> Yeah, it's like your wife left you. Man, you really look like a guy that, you know, needs to get laid. Where's my single people in the crowd? Oh, tonight, huh? That sucks. Dang. <laughs> Sorry for you, man. God. But yeah, you're awesome. I'm going to second that. Well, it's funny. It's awesome. like, okay, get this. But so, something that you worked on, right? Like, you're like, yeah. I need to work on. Like, you, you, you consciously worked on, I want to be a better riffer. Like, it's something you worked on. Somebody pointed out that I was more comfortable riffing than doing material, but it wasn't controlled. They're like, you're not controlling it. Like you can yeah. come up with stuff on the top of your head, which is funny, but it needs to be controlled. So like when you're in 
like when you're talking to somebody, what's the first thing you notice about them? Okay, well, that's A to B. Anybody could come up with that. But like, what's A to C, right? Mm -hmm. And just like people pointing that kind of stuff out, like, uh, don't come up with the first thing on your head, but like the next three things, but you have to be like so fast about it. Yeah. It's tough. Because I feel like A to B is like so, it's like stereotypes, right? Mm-hmm. Like basic white bitch stereotypes. Yeah. Or like it's just too, and then it's like I want to, I want to be better. That's all. <laughs> Good. Well, that was still Carolyn. <laughs> that's her e- e- inner demon coming out. Yeah. It's fine. My inner demon that's just always beating myself up. One of my favorite things is going to Starbucks with you, though. Like when you were just talking about the riffing and like making sure that you hit. Like every what has to be your favorite thing. If every you're out with single thing. <laughs> it's the only thing you time, do if yeah. you hang out with Carolyn. You go to Starbucks. <laughs> every time she, I'm 100% certain a man falls in love with her in the drive thru. It's a problem. It's, it's a problem. really fucking weird. I don't know. Everybody can love me except for my father. I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Dude, I love it. Oh, Dad, how's that social security going? Here's a green apron. Let's do this. You're going to love me by the end of my life. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've just been trying really hard to play games with myself. And then also, like, I don't know if you guys have this problem, but I don't trust what's funny. Like, I'm so blind at what could be funny on stage. Like. Yeah. And so now it's like, I need to, if I say something and you laugh at it or you laugh at it, like my dad not, like my dad not loving me and I want to give him a green apron so he'll love me like a barista at Starbucks because I live there. Like that's relatable. Like all white bitches in a line at Starbucks have daddy issues. (laughs) Like that's a problem. (laughs) It's just like, you laughed at it, fucking write it down. Like if somebody giggles at something, write it down. down. That's There's the three people in my life it. that if they laugh at something, I'm like, they're so fucked up. I'm not going to write that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that handful of people that you have that only laugh at abortion jokes. You're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're like, are you okay? Like, do we need to take you to therapy? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> but yeah. No, I, that's something that I've been trying to practice myself is like writing that down. You know, when you say something. But then, like, I self-loathe and hate myself so much that it's, like, when I say something and I think it's funny, I'm just like, eh. Nobody not, else is going to think that's Nobody's going to think It's just like me. Because I'm, I'm a trash fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking trash fire. I think, I think that's My mother was a trash panda. <laughs> My father was a dumpster. I think that's what writing uh, in groups helps because you just like write yeah. those ideas down and then when you get in a writing group and people are throwing out ideas and you start going through your notebook like, alright, I wrote this down the other day. You it's know. so true and then somebody will giggle at it and then their perspective is like it's like the the best misdirection is yeah. another comic's perspective mm-hmm. because you came up with the premise but if somebody else tags it or like helps you work on the punchline, whatever they're thinking is so far from when you wrote the premise. Like yeah. it's yeah. just, it's, it's fucking crazy. magic. Do you ever get that to where like you don't want to let go of what the premise was and they're like, like you're getting help from the like, comments you need to and let it's it totally die. going in another direction? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're like, but this was my vision. <laughs> I had this. 
You're like, I wrote it as a sketch first. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then an animation. <laughs> it was really, it was really. Okay, Jesse. What? What premise was it? I know, let's <laughs> talk about it. No, I'm going to say, it was really hard for me at first when somebody would give me a tag and they'd be like, use that. And I'd be like, I can't use that. You wrote it. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. that Everybody that we like see that. on stage in love are using tags that other people, their group yeah. put together. I didn't realize when, when I first started doing open mics, I didn't realize that, that there was this. Like it felt dirty. Yeah, it did. Like but, you were doing something wrong. But like I love it. it. Yeah. I've gotten some great tags from friends all like all the time. And, but it's like some, uh, I don't know. It's just a good thing. Yeah. And you know what's so great is like after you do a set and somebody gives you a tag and it's like they love and respect your joke enough to use their own brain power to think about it and yeah. give it to you. Like, and that's hard sometimes. That's a gift. I've given people tags, nobody in this room. That I've watched die and be destroyed and fucking mutilated on stage. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Which is heartbreak. It's like you give somebody your baby and then it comes back with no eyes. <laughs> You're yeah, like, what yeah, happened to my baby? I like, what'd you do with it? Baby. Did you eat the eyes? Did you put them somewhere else? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> it wasn't done. I know. It wasn't done. And then there's this other heartbreak because it's like, well, that premise is dead for everyone else now. So good job. <laughs> that's so aggressive. I'm working on three hours of sleep. I'm sorry. I love oh, it. that's okay. Yeah, because where'd you go last night? Uh, last night I went to see Taylor Tomlinson. And was it amazing? It was like watching Prince play the guitar. Really? Fucking talk about riffing, dude. Where okay. was it? It was at the San Jose Improv. So the, um, unfortunately I can't remember his name because when they introduced him, I was peeing. So, whoops. But, uh, the host was great. He looked like, um, he looked like a surfer, but he said in his bit he wasn't. Don't know who he was. Really nice though. Really good. And then it was, um, Irene too. Not one? No, like the, she's like the (laughs) non-binary looking super popular chick right now. So it was her, and then it was Taylor. So first dude, second uh, lady, she, like, just stuck to the material. Like, walked out, did material. And I feel like that's where I'm going to fuck myself over. Like, it's not, like, I can't just walk out and do material. Like, I always have to walk out and riff, and I feel like it's not a good look for, like, when you get to a certain level. And then Taylor walks out. And riffs like a fucking god. It was amazing. (laughs) And then she goes right into the material. And then she goes right into a riff. And then into material. And then into a riff. And it was like, she's just making this up on the spot. But she premeditated it. She thought about it. She baked it. And then it would like flow into her material. And it was like beautiful. It wasn't like planted. It was just like beautiful. And I feel like when people riff, it makes you feel like you're a part of the show. Right. And it was like. Yeah. Dude, she was so good. How much time did she do? I like have no 30, idea, 40? but it felt like it was over in minutes. Wow. And like, it was like, she, you know how now that we do comedy, like we view somebody on stage completely different. Uh-huh. So it's like, you're watching the things they're doing and like, she grabbed the mic stand and I was like, no, it's not over. <laughs> this isn't the last joke. Yeah, you get your hand off that. 
And then she drags it in front of her and she plays with it a little. Like she's just teasing me. Uh-huh. And then she pops the mic in there with the Ivan Taylor Tomlinson. God, I love those sets so much when you like see someone and it's just like, no, no, come back, come back. I'm not done yet. Like that's like fucking crack to me. Like I love it. I was thinking the other day, like, why don't like the great comics like do encores? Like how bands like will be like. I've seen a comic do an encore. Really? Bert Kreischer encores the machine. Oh okay. Oh yeah. You're like of all the comics to do an encore, it would be Bert. Yeah. But here's the plot twist. He puts his shirt back on. Oh, my God. <laughs> shit. Take that so shit off, stupid. baby. You've been doing hella shows, dude. I know. It's been crazy. It's been a whirlwind, right? Because it hasn't even been a year, right? In six March months. That uh, you've been doing comedy? It's only been six months? Six months. I did my first open mic in May, and then I disappeared until July. So I guess seven months now. Okay. I don't count it from the first open mic because I wasn't doing it to do comedy. I came back to do comedy. Right. Yeah. So with it, like, what has recently changed in, like, your life to, like, make you, like, you're able to focus, right? Like, you're, you know, getting all these shows. Like, what's been going on? Like, have you been networking or, like, what has it been? I feel like it's been a lot of, uh, not necessarily networking. Like, I have a super good outlook now. Like I fell into like this like negative thing where I was like, I'm too stupid to do this for a while. And then there's like a lot of stuff going back in my personal life. Like I gave Mm -hmm. my husband a second chance and it was just like, I stopped working out and I started eating like shit and I started to fall back into really bad old habits. And then also things that changed is I stopped doing photography. So now it's like, I have the luxury to just write, Whenever the fuck I want. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. That's so great. I know. I love it so much. Well, one thing that I noticed, too, is, like, you're really good with people. Like, you're really good at, like, talking to people you and, like, are. getting to know them and, like, connect <clears throat> with other people. And I think that's so awesome. Like, what is the thing that, like, helps you socialize? Because for me, I'm, I'm always, like, overthinking it. But it's, like, what's the thing that helps you get to know all these people and, like, create Just connections with people? Be fun. Yeah. Um... You mean like? Well, here's like 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 because like here's the thing like I'll go someplace with you and like we'll walk in the door and then we'll get to like wherever it is like our seat or the bar or the table, and I am doing my best to avoid everybody mm-hmm. until I've sat down and <laughs> yep. assessed the room and made sure I know where the exits are. Feel safe. And by the time we've sat down, you've already talked to like four yeah. people. Uh, you know, uh, you've already added like two of them to your Instagram. Uh, one of them's already tagged in a story. You're just, <laughs> one of them's already tagged in a story. You're just, that's just you. You've made yeah. six TikTok videos yeah. from the moment you walked in here. And, <laughs> and everybody is already like high-fiving you and hugging you. And I just barely sat down. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, was that what you were saying? Exactly. Like you go in and like you make sure that you talk to like all these people. Like, you just make f- friends so quickly, and it just, like, blows my mind. Like, like I walk in, and I'm like, okay, what's the next thing I'm going to say? What do I do? And you just go in, you're like, hi, I'm Carolyn. You want to marry me? Like, <laughs> that's, like, what you do. Uh, so the moment before I walk in the door is, like, I should throw up and potentially kill myself. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the day. But then the second I walk in the door, yeah. it's, like, my whole job is just to make people laugh. Like, it doesn't matter 
if yeah. it's an open mic, it doesn't matter if it's a restaurant, it doesn't matter if it's wherever I am, like my job in life is to make people laugh. Yeah. And if you make a room laugh, that feels really good. But if you make one person's day yeah. by complimenting them or like telling them something funny or just being stupid, that just like makes people feel good. It feels good to like hear you say those things because it's like the other day I was thinking, I was like, you know, how can I be a better comedian? I'm like, should I like every time I walk in a room, make a gold, make someone laugh? And then I'm like, wait, am I fucking crazy for having these thoughts? So it's like, it's nice to hear you say those things. You know? Well, I feel like we don't clock in. Like you're a comedian all day, every day. It's in your yeah. fucking soul. Yeah. Right? Kind of. I'm yeah. always entertaining. Yeah. 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 It's always there. Like, and I feel like all of us are broken. So it's like the selfless aspect is, oh, I want to make people laugh and just be a good person and make somebody's day. Right. But the selfish side of it is like, I need validation immediately. Laugh at me. Like, (laughs) love me. Like, the the selfish part of it is like, but only me. I'm the only one that gets to tell jokes and make everybody (laughs) laugh. Like, okay, shut up. That was funny. You can add a tag to my joke, but... I'm gonna take the. I off. never feel like that ever. I do. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> oh, you're like, I have to be queen bee. Yeah. That's hilarious. Definitely. Oh my god. Yeah. I love that. I'll I stop, walk I'll into. Stop taking you places. <laughs> <laughs> stop stealing my thunder. Oh Where's my Carolyn? god. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't tell her where I was. Check I didn't want her to find me. <laughs> Her I know you all follow her. <laughs> oh, she's Instagramming in the bathroom again. She must be in there. Oh, Carolyn's man. the person that taught me that the Punchline Callback Bar has the best bathroom lighting that there ever was. It I does. Sent her, I sent her a picture the other day. <laughs> you did. It was so she's funny. Getting us on the he was like, wagon. I get it. I remember me and her both went into the bathroom at the same time, and we were both taking selfies in the fucking at the mirror. same time. At the, at the same, same time. time, and then yeah. we sent it to each other. It was great. Wow. Without having to talk about it. It just happened. It just, it's just a beautiful thing. And what's so funny too is like, I've tried to write a bit about this, but I can't. But like, it's always like a lone woman in a mirror having such a great time out with my friends at the callback <laughs> bar. Really and you're like, bitch, you're alone in a bathroom. You were just crying. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like, nobody likes you. They're talking about you at the table right now. <laughs> right now. They're like, They're wow, like, that big bitch. bitch. Yeah. She's in there, and I know she's using they the subtle Instagram the filter. You're not in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So you have a show coming up on February 1st. You've got a couple of shows coming up on February the 8th? I do have shows coming oh, but up. But you got something before that. But Saturday, February 1st, you have, you're going to Las Vegas because you're a famous celebrity now. I'm and not. I want to know how you feel. Are you excited? Like, tell me the vibe that you're feeling right now. Um, Mortified? And excited. Okay. At the same time. How? Why mortified? <laughs> mortified. Um, you know, because I don't want to like show up there and eat a bag of dicks. That's mm. scary. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to. Obviously, it was like nice enough for Jimmy to see me and be like, "I want you on my show," and I don't want to let him down. Like, right? He's like, "Fuck, dude." I don't yeah. want to let anyone, any producer down ever because it's like, I don't, that's my fucking job is like to go and do your job. Right. And I don't want to. Do your job. Do your job. Like do your just. Job. So it's There Goes the Neighborhood, right? Yeah. It's There Goes the Neighborhood. It's February 1st in Vegas, which is Super Bowl weekend. 
And it's at the Stratosphere in the oh, so LA there Comedy be anybody Club. in Vegas. <laughs> wow. They'll all be gambling. Yeah, what a great time to be in Vegas. <laughs> It'll be great. And then uh, February 7th, I'm doing the Ghost Hotel. February 8th, I'm doing the Dope Room at 7 p.m. And then Love Wars at 10.30 p.m. And then February 12th, I'm hosting at the Punchline. February 29th, I'm in Long Wait, you're hosting at the Punchline? Yeah, I'm hosting. Gnarly, what, what is this? show? Uh, there goes the neighborhood. It's me, Jimmy, and Diego. Nice. Oh, the that's trifecta. gonna be so fucking good. Yeah, it'll be so much fun. I'm oh, so excited. That's so and, and that's that's really great to to like because like hosting can be like nerve wracking, right? But you're hosting with like some people that you're really really super comfortable. People with. that I love. Yeah, like I yeah. love them to yeah. death. Like it's, yeah. it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. It's like one of the few times people are like, uh, this this guy's my best friend. I love his comedy. <laughs> it's like, all of those things are you're, true. You're not like reading it from a card. Uh, this guy, I, I love this person. It's like, um, he was on Hulu. Oh, fuck. Amazon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm super excited. And then um, February 29th, I'll be in Long Beach at the Wrigley Comedy 2. And then March 1st, I'll be at the Van Nuys Comedy Club. Gnarly. No bananas. Are you driving to those shows? Or are you flying like Van Nuys, LA? Flying to Vegas, driving to LA because it's like once one night and then the other's the other night, and I just want to have my own car and yeah. do my own thing. Yeah, for sure. Where are you guys staying when you go to LA? Um, I have family in LA because I'm from there, so I'm oh. kind of torn. I might stay with my cousin, uh, or I'm going with another comic. I might stay with another comic friend. Yeah, I'm not sure. Are you going to hit the comedy store and, like, laughs and all No, because, like, we're just going to be there for the two nights for our shows uh, and then bail. Yeah. I want to get in and out. You're like, in? I love in and out. Me too. I <laughs> in and out. Me and you close in and out down. Dude, I went to in and out so once with Carlin, so and good. she fat shamed me. I up fatted you. Yeah, she out fatted me. She, like, ordered stuff that I didn't even know was on the menu. They're like, when they when they gave out the order, they just handed Carolyn's order to me, assuming it was my order. And and you're like, you bitch. <laughs> you fucking bitch. You're like, first of all, I have standards. <laughs> and second of all, she needs six more placemats. Oh, my God. Do you have any wet ones? Yeah. Yeah, just give me a wet towel. <laughs> I, you guys didn't know me when I was fat, but dude, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like sometimes reminisce. I went rogue when I was moving after I sold my house and I got uh, the fucking Easter egg. Reese's peanut butter Easter eggs are out and about. And I was like, oh my God, I saw them at uh, Target and I was like, they're out. And I was having a bad day. And so I left Target. (laughs) I left Target and I went to Costco to do it up right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my Mars Parker? Wow. Wow. It was 24 those things fell in my fucking mouth. Two dozen. It's like you're not In my mouthful. Over the kidding. course of a day? Eight the hours. car ride home. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. 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 I know. And I didn't even have a glass of milk. Oh, it was so good, shame, though. Dude. Jesus Christ. We've talked about this. I've yeah. talked about this. It starts in October. It's the pumpkin Reese's peanut butter ratio. <laughs> Which is okay. And then the Christmas tree comes out, which is a little bit of a tease. Mm-hmm. But then that fucking Easter egg comes out and it's fire. <sighs> Me, dude. God. It's so good. Do you feel like you're more of like a 
more, so you're more on the sweet side of food, right? Like, that's, like, where, like, you will fucking... Pastries, sweets, yeah. Dive in. Okay. I've always been, like, the cheese person. Like the Well, fun. that's the thing, though, because I'm keto Dude, most of the time. All that stuff. Yeah. No, I can eat all the cheese. So yeah. all that stuff's, like, so satisfying. God, I'm already satisfied with fats. It's the sweets that I miss. I used to fist jars of queso when I was in my early 20s. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened was, like, like, I, I get him really in the Bahamas. <laughs> it was so sweet. When I was drinking, he worked at a cantina. I always stopped at the Seven Eleven. Get this, get this, get this, get this, get this. So, I remember going out like to the bars and then going to Seven Eleven and buying like the Tostitos uh, queso, con queso or whatever. Yeah. And I would literally like, yeah, I'd buy bread, but so I don't look like a fucking Psycho. savage. <laughs> so I'd finish it, right? And then there's still cheese in there. And like take my hand and just shove it in there and just feel around and like get that cheesy goodness. I was a fucking mess in my early twenties. I have cheese all over my and what's funny is when I was engaged, I had this giant ring, right? What's more offensive is that somebody would put right. a ring on it. I know. Like, that's <laughs> the worst part. But get this. Get this. <laughs> I returned the engagement ring. I returned the engagement ring back to my ex, and he goes, There's fucking queso in the crown. There's fucking queso in the crown, you fucking pig. And I was like, Fuck you. Like, hands down, that was my bottom. Oh my god. I am so glad that, like, we took. The Sonora out of the girl. Dude, the Sonora. Like, thank out. God. You know, there's still a jeweler somewhere that. No, they don't sell queso in Sonora, <laughs> let's be honest. You know, there's a jeweler somewhere that still occasionally tells the story. Remember the time we had to take queso out of a ring? <laughs> like, it was encrusted in there. It was dried. It was like. I feel like you're climbing now. all fucked. Nah. You're melting the I got a lot of white trash in me, honey. Like, there's a lot of trash in there. <sighs> but I have to look good for my boyfriend who's well put together so oh, the, you're the, like the guy from boston yeah the guy from boston who cuffs the bottom of his jeans and like they're so perfectly like ironed and i'm just oh he came back him. now he was now gone. we're talking he, about him he, he came was back. out of the room <laughs> he was actually amazoning crock pots to make you queso later <laughs> he was like let's do high class queso here yeah. well what's funny is like i was saying what was the smallest queso jar he could find <laughs> But anyways. She's yeah. got some mitts on her. I yeah. need four ounces at max. Um, <laughs> let's reduce you down to fingering bottles. <laughs> fingering bottles. Like, just... Yeah, did you wheeze it into the queso? Or you just... Went? No, I literally would, like... So you take your hand and you get flat. And then you, like, put it in there. And then curl it up. And then pull it out and lick your face. Dude, fist. my clit has an innie now. Like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're doing. Johnny's face. Oh. <laughs> uh, Queso, ladies and gentlemen. Queso, ladies and gentlemen. What's funny is that I'm making this hand gesture right now to everyone listening. So I stick my fist in, right? And this also... I'm going back to this. This is the same... It's so disgusting that they can't see how you're moving your fingers. Like, we're fucking mortified right now. This is how I explained a pap smear to Johnny last oh. night. Because what they do is they stick your hand in there to feel around for the ovaries, right? And this is how I explained it to him. Uh, this is weird, but one time I was in a particular <laughs> no, situation. Weird. <laughs> in a particular situation at the doctor's office uh-huh. where my ex-husband had to be there. Uh, and he was just went off. The doctor's arm is like deep in me. <laughs> 
And he's like, is it just like cleaning out pumpkin seeds? Is that what that's like yes. up there? And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like they literally, they, I, I remember, so first time ever getting a pop smear. I'm going to tell this on the podcast because it's fucking hilarious. Thank God for Jesse being here. <laughs> Jesse's um, like, I have my spectrum. Hold on. <laughs> so they do like their thing. And then apparently at the end of a pop smear for people who don't know is the gynecologist sticks their hand in you to like feel your ovaries with his hand, which I think is like so fucking medieval. It makes my vagina shovel up. It's insane. And so he, they do it, and I pass up, pass, pass out on the table and fall right off. Dude, I know the story. Are you gonna tell the rest of the story? Or you're just gonna leave it there. What? Where I open my eyes and there's a male gynecologist standing over me, and I'm like, like it was just, it was insane. It was just absolutely insane, bonkers. How did we get on this subject? Do you want to hear my about this? Vagina story? Let's hear it. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. Let's go. All right, so I'm, I'm I w- trying to think of my best vagina story. Okay, good. <laughs> afterwards okay good i'm glad that's horrifying (laughs) okay this is so disgusting i can't even believe i'm telling you this this is what happened so women get like super concerned and nervous before they go into the gynecologist and we do this like crazy bathroom cleanup yeah we do a two-finger smell check like we're like balls deep it's freaking us out Overly clean up with toilet paper. The Clorox is down there. No, I'm just right. kidding. We get the <laughs> lights all, the toilet bowl cleaner. Yeah. Like, shoot it up there. Give it a good whirl. So the toilet paper is like one ply. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like totally freaking out. And I'm like yeah. doing my thing. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be fine. And I'm like, I feel good about it. And then I go in there and the guy, and I always think it's because I like, I'm heavily tattooed that they think that I have hep C and so it freaks me <laughs> out or something. And he has this like look on his face like, I don't want to touch that. And I'm like, oh no, like, God, why do I look like the way I look? And so I'm spread eagle. Oh yeah. And he's in there and and he looks disappointed like everybody always does. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, okay, well, you're good. And then I go back to the bathroom because I'm like, ugh, what happened? And then so I, you know, full frontal look. In the mirror, and I used so much one ply that it was like stuck paper in mache. There. Oh no, that's it was the like worst. paper mache. It was stuck all lo- like everywhere. That is the fucking worst. And then I was like so embarrassed and mortified that I went up to him and I was like, "If you want to, I can get you a bat and we can try again and make this a pinata." Like, <laughs> can you write this into a joke? <laughs> no, it's too personal. <laughs> You're smoking on the. Yeah, but I'm not gonna see their face in disgust like his. Yeah. Like somebody just wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude. but it was like I had that experience, and then like six months later, I heard Big J Okerson talk about how he has to like flick balls of toilet paper away from women. Johnny's face right now. He's like, it's a, it's exhausting. <laughs> He's like, I have to. <laughs> So now I'm really weird about it. So in case I hook up, I always carry, like, if you see Cottonelle wipes in my backpack, it doesn't mean that I'm sick. It means that I might hook up later. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Good times, ladies. Fresh to death. (laughs) Whenever we get together, we always talk about vagina, so. But not in, like, the lesbian way, but more in, like, the vagina way, you know, like. 
Yeah, never in a lesbian way. One time Liz got a little bit lezo, and I was like, Jesus Christ. She was in power. I can't hide it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It wasn't even followed up by, like, I'm in recovery. It was like, it was fucking awesome. Like, I was like, whoa. Uh, Jesse's uncomfortable. Jesse, no, I'm not. That's regretting yeah, the decision of having me co-host because trying, I just no, bring up the weirdest thing. We're gonna start a new podcast. It's gonna be uh, two girls, one pap smear. <laughs> <laughs> All we do is talk about our horror stories from pap smear. Yeah, no, nobody would want to listen to that. Oh, that'd be so fun though. Hey, talk a little bit about the horror stories show. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like you just heard it, but. <laughs> It's about women that are addicted to love. Like all of us <gasps> chicks that need that validation. Like I'm so excited. Alicia, Emily, me, and we're all going to talk about... Because like, every time we're together, it's like we're aggressively tindering in a group. Yeah. Looking for love. And all of us have been like burnt and heartbroken so much. Like, And so it's going to be all about that. So it's like bits about love stories and what's happened and why we are broken. It'll be great. And it's right before <laughs> Valentine's Day. So. I'm so excited. This is going to be a great night of comedy. Really hoping there's a lot of single men in the audience. Yeah. I'll be doing a train in the back. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm better now. Well, I'm better now. Yeah, you're much better. <laughs> Alright, let's end it then. No! I don't want to end it on a train depot. Are you fucking kidding okay. me right now? Oh. What Awkward. The... Yeah. No. Gosh. Well, the thing is, is that um, I love it because it's like going to a SLA meeting, like the show. I need to go Sex there. and love. I I went to one once. We it was weird. One? Yeah, let's go. I need help. What is that? So SLA is Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. Mm. So pretty much what happens it's like is a like a place to meet people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, fucking around. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Pretty <clears> much, <throat> it's like pretty much they take the twelve steps from another group and bring it into like this group and they meet in a circle and they talk about what's crazy is going to an SLA meeting I thought that I was gonna like walk in and people would be talking about all the kinky shit they've done right like I was so fucking stoked. No they'll start getting the shakes and sucking each other off they can't even. But get this all they do is they talk about their day they talk about kayaking hiking all the type of stuff and they're all like these really old people and like they're just like they look like my grandfather like, my grandpa's talking about his day, and I'm like, we all know that you put your dick in a hooker. Like, come on, can we talk about this for a second? So, Aww. it's... I wish you, you wouldn't talk about I got your grandma chip. like that. It's so aggressive. <laughs> I got I got a chip. It was a newcomer chip. And I guess apparently when you relapse in this program is when you hit your, like, bottom of, like, sexual endeavors. Because you can't quit having sex, you know what I mean? It's like when you go fall back into old habits. Yeah. This is what happens to me. Is like, I'll meet a dude, yeah. and he's like, oh my god, you're so different, and you're so weird, and whatever, and he makes me feel like I could take on the world, but I have no feelings for him, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna rip his soul out. Oh. And then, like, three weeks into it, I'm like, why can't you just love me? Wait, what the fuck? And then they bail. So. Yeah. It's adorable. It's that wall as women. Like, I feel like I have that wall where I'm just like... I want to just destroy your heart, but also love you at the same time, you know? Yeah, if there's anyone out Sorry, there no. looking for a fun three weeks and then an awkward four months, <laughs> hit, hit me up. up. <laughs> oh, fun times, ladies. <laughs> this is what you get for putting <laughs> a scroll on the podcast. <laughs>
It's like you get everybody hears about on a podcast. It gets weird. Oh boy, <clears throat> we're gonna end on that. <laughs> like I should have went with a male co-host. Fuck equality. No, this is great. I love it. Well, Carolyn, thanks for coming by, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. And Liz, thanks again. My pleasure. All right, and I will tag your guys' socials. And not your socials, but your social media. <laughs> I, I have bad it's credit. Six zero seven. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for stopping by. No problem. Hey, man, that's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. I hope you come back. Peace. Take care of one another.